Welcome to the Launch Your Live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily, top-level, live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming. Here are your hosts, Christian Karashevitz and Jim Fuse. Welcome, everyone, to the Launch Your Live Show podcast, a podcast where our goal is to help you launch that live show that you've been meaning to roll out for your business. Now, in addition to that, we want to also help you gain more confidence on camera because we know that being live on camera can be scary for a lot of people. So my name is Christian Karasevich, and I'm joined by Jim Fuse. Jim, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Christian. Really excited to be here in episode number four. So what are we going to talk about today, by the way? I mean, episode four, episode three, we talked about, you know, uh, the types of equipment you need for your live video. So today we're going to talk about eight types of video backdrop that you can be using for your live show, because a lot of times people don't think about what's going on behind you because you want people to be focusing on you and your guest, not what's going on behind you. Exactly. So uh, can you explain what is a video backdrop? So video backdrop is like when you're sitting there and you've got yourself nice and framed in your camera, mm -hmm. what is going on behind you? Do you have, you know, like in my case, I have a brick wall behind me when okay. I'm doing my normal live show. So I have that consistent look week in, week out for my show. Uh, in, in your case, you know, you've got the, like, what do you like to call it? The, uh, the step and repeat. Step and repeat. And you've got a couple, you've got your logo, you've got your, your website. So it's kind of that subtle reminder of how people can can keep up with you. And so those are two examples. Mm -hmm. But you also got, as an example, let's say somebody wants to go live outdoors and they're using their mm -hmm. phone. Even the backdrop there is important. Is it a nature shot? Is it, uh, you know, city buildings in the background? So even that is a backdrop. And so you want to think and be intentional. So a lot of times, right, this all goes back to planning. Yes. What is it that you are planning to do? And if you're not careful, that backdrop is going to, in a sense, come back to bite you because it's just going to distract from your message and your show. And it may even turn people off and, and you just don't need that. So let's do this. We know that there are a lot of different types of backgrounds that you can use backgrounds, backdrops that you can use, but let's do this. Let's start from you know, what's going to cost me $0 versus what's going to cost me a lot of money. So right. what is one idea that let's talk about free ones. So what's a free way that you can have a beautiful backdrop? So a free could be as simple as you've got a nice office. If you're going to be doing stuff from your computer mm -hmm. and you have a nice solid wall, it could even be a, a bookcase or something behind you uh, that it, it just makes sure it's a color that is in a sense pleasing to what you're doing, right? You don't want some crazy out of the wall color that's going to turn people off from a video perspective. Mm -hmm. And so the other thing could be, you know, outdoors, right? You, as long as you've maybe got some trees or bushes behind you, putting it on a, on a tripod, that's not going to cost you anything as well. And, you know, you can even get away potentially with having windows in your background, as long as the lighting 
mm-hmm. is not affect you. So those are three right there that I can think of. Definitely. I think those are great ones. So I'm going to recap these real quick. So, you know, if you've got an existing office in your house or you rent a room, for example, for your business somewhere, you rent an office somewhere, you know, that's a great place to start. Why not, instead of investing in, you know, putting a backdrop behind you, you could just use what's already there, you know? And um, so that's one option you could go with. Again, very, very uh, cost effective because all you have to do is put together, maybe you move a piece of furniture in there, you clean off the furniture and, you know, you have something that is essentially, it could be staged. It could be, you know, hey, this is my office. I talk about social media. Let me put some social media objects behind me to help go along with that. Now to your other point, Nature, you know, nature is or shooting outdoors. Outdoors is definitely a backdrop option. You do have to keep in mind the type of show. So, for example, if I need to use my laptop, I personally would not be using it outdoors, you know, to try and run a live show because, uh, A, you're going to have wind, you're going to have a lot, a lot of different things that are going to come into effect during your live show, but it does work. For example, you know how you ever watch uh, the news and somebody might come on like, Hey, here's breaking news. And they're outside of some place. It might be like a hospital. It might be outside of a building, but they're going to have, you know, uh, outdoors as a potential setting, but it does depend on the type of live show. Now, the other option you talked about, you know, and I want to go a little bit more into this one. Um, these are some other ideas actually. So uh, you can actually get paper and put it behind you. So uh, paper such as, you know, they sell rolls of paper. So you can easily put up a color without having to paint the wall. In addition to that, so sticking with that, in Jim's case, Jim, you have what? You have a backdrop there of a brick wall. Uh, how much is that, by the way? I, I got it for $15 on Amazon. And you can get ones that are a little bit bigger. Because what you run into sometimes, and I and I actually did do this recently, is depending on the the width of your camera view, right. you may find where the the backdrop gets cut off, and now you're showing what was maybe originally under there. So you want to make sure, like in my case, I got an eight by eight is my newer right. one, and that completely covers it. Especially if I'm just doing a solo view, like in the case when you're side by side, a lot of times a five by seven will work out. So you just got to make sure you're keeping these things into account. Uh, you know, you could even mm-hmm. sit there and, and maybe just go, not necessarily lie, but have yourself on the camera before you buy the backdrop and kind of measure those left and right lateral limits, the up and down. So, you know, okay, this is how much material I need to cover that space. So, th- I mean, I say Amazon because I got a lot of options there, but I'm sure there's other places you could find, uh, you know, vinyl backdrops, just do a search on uh on Google. And, and that's one way. So from a cost standpoint, okay. So we talked about $0 items. We've got the office, you know, we've got the outdoor setting going into the plain color background. So if I buy a roll of paper, it might cost me, you know, maybe 50 bucks, probably less than that, I think for paper, you know, and the key thing is uh, with paper, you want to get something that is not going to tear. Um, so, you know, there are paper options. There's also cloth options as well. Basically, you could, it's essentially like putting up curtains, that sort of thing. You can put that up um, to basically hide that background. Now, other couple, another couple of items that I think people should consider from a background perspective, they should look at maybe a geometric design. So kind of to your point where you have this brick wall that costs about $15 to $20, geometric designs. It's something that it doesn't distract from, you know, you having you on camera and the viewer is, you know, is basically able to, uh, you know, 
basically pay attention to what's going on. So you don't want something that's distracting with a lot of movement. Um, so those are some of the the lesser, uh, the less costlier items, right? So let's get into a couple of other items here. So you know we talked about you know the free options or the office or the existing room. Make sure you obviously get enough lighting in that. We talked about putting up a plain background, whether that's a drape or maybe it's a piece of cloth. You talked about having a backdrop with a pattern or design on it, like what you have there, that $15 to $20 brick wall. So moving on up, you know, then you might look into some geometric designs, again, sticking with the same type of thing. Uh, but okay, so then let's get into something. Uh, let's get into like the step and repeat background. That's gonna be a costlier item. That's about what, about a hundred bucks, I think. So. Uh, that basically, as you mentioned, can showcase your brand. It can showcase your logo, your website. You can put anything you want on that background. But uh, one thing I guess to keep in mind with that as well, I think we talked about this on the equipment episode as well, Jim. You know, it's the the mirror effect. Can you explain that to listeners? Yes. Yeah, so if you're using a cell phone camera, you, you don't realize that the front-facing camera will actually flip on you. And or, or by that meaning, if you've got any sort of words on there and it's coming through that front facing camera. So it is, as an example, everything that's on the right side ends up on the left. Well, the problem with the words is the words are not backwards, so you can't even read it. It's it's kind of like instead of saying social chefs.com, it would be like, you know, mock dot something. And I'd be like, what is that? Mm -hmm. And so even if you have a logo on your shirt, that can have the same problem and you don't even sometimes realize it. So if you're going to be going live on a cell phone uh, or smartphone camera or even the tablets, you may have to use the rear facing camera. And so that where sometimes maybe you want to interview somebody and you're not on camera, put them on the back facing camera because then you can see the comments and you'll then avoid that, uh, that the whole mirror effect. So I think that's a great uh, idea there as well. So we got the step and repeat backdrop option. So now let's get into some of the more expensive items. So, you know, we talked about this uh, briefly. You know, we talked about like going to an office or a room or outdoors. What about, you know, maybe going to like a live event or even going to a nice hotel? You know, from a cost standpoint, you are going to probably want to rent a room. You're not just going to want to go into a live event and start filming there and you're not going to want to go to a hotel and do the same thing. Um, I'd always ask for, ask for permission, but you know, how much, how much of those typically run if I want to go to a, an event or a hotel? Well, you know, that's a, I haven't actually done that. I mean, I've been part of an event, uh, where I was doing event support, but that, you know, that was, a you know, it could be very cost prohibitive, but you might actually see if you promote their venue as part of your show, they might be willing to give you the space. So that's something definitely to consider. And so, uh, I, I would, I would say that's a, a definitely a, a good idea, um, is more to ask for permission right. and turn that into the ability to actually, you know, get a little bit of a sponsorship, which is something we'll, we'll talk about in a, in a later episode. Definitely. And so another thing also, by the way, if you do decide you want to use a hotel as a backdrop, you know, it may require renting a room. So maybe, you know, you go have like an evening out or something like that, but it also could be an opportunity to, if you need to 
take a new headshot, for example, could be a great place to do that as well. So that way you get a very professional setting, a clean setting, you know, if that represents your brand. So keep that in mind as well. So I want to get to the other expensive video backdrop idea, and this is the use of a green screen. Um, I say expensive because a green screen is, you know, it's as simple as this. I'm putting up a green or a blue screen background behind me. And what that does is it allows me to cut out myself. It's going to give us the most, I think that's actually going to give us the most um, options. So if we want to use green screen, basically you put this solid green background behind you. You have to though light it. And that is the most important part. You know, if you're trying to pick between a backdrop, a video backdrop, going with some of the you know less expensive options versus the green screen option. Uh, while I love the green screen option, you know it does require the backdrop, which is not that expensive, but it's the lighting of the backdrop and having enough space and all of the other things that go into you know um, the green screen background. Um, it does give you infinite possibilities, right, Jim? So it, it does, but there's there's also, and I know we're going to talk about this more in a future episode. There's a lot of things that you have to consider if you go green screen, uh-huh. everything from what you're wearing, you know, lighting, and and even in a sense, depending on which program you're using, it could cause some resource uh, problems with your computer and other thing, and even the software to make sure you have a quality production. Right, because you're basically doing this. You're putting up this solid background behind you whether it's a solid green or a solid blue color, you're then having to use the software. And in some cases, if you're using a very expensive piece of software, such as like say Wirecast, or you're using a tool such as StreamYard, they offer the green screen option where you're basically keying out the color and it's usually automatic. So you like the background and when you select the keying option, it will remove the background. However, it doesn't always remove it perfectly because you have to have adequate lighting. So, you know, while I love the green screen option, you know, that one also, as I mentioned, it gives you the most options for what goes in your video back or in your backdrop. If you go with a green screen, you can easily put a, a background, a solid color behind you. You can put an image with a geometric pattern. You can put you know, a video background behind you. You can put a still image behind you. So you've got lots and lots and lots of options. However, it does require a lot more work to get it to look good, you know, and I think that's the key thing. So if it were me, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, if I go from like, okay, what's my free option all the way up to my most expensive option, uh, I'm going to pick that you should start with an office or a room that you already have because you already own it. All you have to do is do a little bit of cleanup behind you, you know, make it nice, make it neat. And then you can just start using your broadcast and there's nothing else to it. Uh, what about you, Jim? If you had to pick one area that somebody should use for a video backdrop, what would you go with? I, I'm a big fan of, you know, I've been using it for a while of the, of the, you know, the vinyl, uh, vinyl backdrop. I mean, if you can, if you got a nice room, that would be great. I haven't had that, uh, that fortune yet. Uh, the other thing that people may want to look into, I, I was uh, pleasantly surprised in my local area, uh, the library actually now has a green screen room nice. and you can uh, you know, get it in advance for up to three hours. So you could you know, record an episode in there. They got the lighting and everything else. So if you want to try green screen, at least uh, where I live. So some of these libraries are starting to pr- give people an option where they can you know, maybe up their, their game a little bit until they're ready to do it themselves. 
So I think that's a, I actually really like the library option, you know, that you mentioned. Um, so, you know, as you can see, there are a lot of different backdrop ideas that you can use to enhance your live video. And they range from free all the way up to, you know, if you want a green screen option, a few hundred dollars because you need the lighting and you need the green screen background. So, you know, our recommendation, start small, start with something you already have or in Jim's case, ask your local library. They might actually have a green screen setup, so you don't have to make that equipment investment. You just have to plan ahead of time. So that's going to do it for episode four of the Launch Your Live Show podcast, where we talked about eight video backdrop ideas to help you get started with your live stream to enhance it. So we will see you all next week. Thanks a lot for listening. And if you want to check out any of the show notes, head to launcher.live forward slash EP4. Thanks a lot. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Launch Your Live podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also, visit launchyour.live for more resources based on today's topic as well as access to even more episodes that will help you level up your live videos. That's launchyour.live. So until next time, keep going live.